Hello, everyone, and welcome to Interactions and Attractions, a podcast that explores rural tourism and all that North Carolina has to offer. I'm your host, Carol Klein, part of the Uplift program and a tourism professor at Appalachian State University. And I am so excited to embark on this adventure with all of our listeners and special guests. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the ins and outs of the tourism industry through conversations with some of the brightest minds in the industry. From seasoned tourism experts to inspiring community leaders and valuable state partners, we'll hear their stories, insights, and passions for the destinations that they hold dear. Come along with us to discover how tourism can aid the local economy, preserve ecosystems, and celebrate the diversity of our cultures. everyone. We are here today with Angela Sumner. Angela is the executive director of the Lumberton Visitors Bureau and has been in this role for over seven years. Now, I know, Angela, that Lumberton is in Robeson County. I even know how to pronounce the county. Uh, but tell us where Robeson County is. Well, Robeson County is in southeastern North Carolina. The easiest thing most people know is we are, we, um, sit right on top of I-95. Our exits and the city of Lumberton are right on I-95, which sees loads of traffic, over 65,000 vehicles every day. Uh, A little bit south of us, I-95 intersects with I-74, which brings a lot of the traffic down from the middle part of the United States. So we have a lot of travelers that come going to various coastal areas but we look forward to hosting them right here in Lumberton, North Carolina. Thanks for having us, Carol. Oh yeah, this is great. So that intersection you're talking about, is that in in Robeson County? It is in Robeson County. It right. is, um, they're building up an industrial park that oh. is saddling, sitting right on top of that intersection. And one thing that is close to it is the Southeastern Agricultural Center uh, is right near I-95 and 74 intersection, and that's one of the great state facilities, and they host many, many events. A lot of them are um, equestrian and dog shows, as well as other community events and statewide events. Yeah, now that that facility can hold a lot of people. It sure can. It sure can. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, I, I know how to pronounce Robeson County, but maybe... Maybe there are a few listeners who don't know how to pronounce it. How might they say it? Well, you know, when we did Leadership Lumberton, as many people have done leadership in their community, we learned about Colonel Robison and Mrs. Robison. I believe she wanted everybody to pronounce it phonetically correct, like most of the folks that don't live here say Robison, which okay. is probably phonetically correct, but Colonel Robison wanted it pronounced Robison. So do as the folks that live here and and call it Robison. So thank well, you for recognizing that. Oh, of course. Yes. And, and, um, and then sometimes if people aren't looking at how it spells and they just hear you say Robison, they think you're saying Robinson. It is right? R-O-B-E-S-O-N. There you go. Robison County. 
Um, so, so you have been in your current role for seven plus years, let's say, is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so what is your role? What do you do? As executive director, I oversee daily operations, work with the board on uh, when they set policy and procedure. We have a LTDA board, Lumberton Tourism Development Authority, um, that oversees our operation and activity. Uh, those persons are, have some vested interest in the tourism industry. Some are hoteliers, restaurateurs, um, affiliates with the city of Lumberton. Uh, organizations, attractions, and events that are part of our community. Oh, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. And you, we're glad you, to, I mean, we, did, we don't have a huge board. Um, six board members with a few ex officio members um, that have good input and questions to kind of yes. give us good networking and also good input from the organizations that do help promote a lot of things in Lumberton and Robinson County. Yeah, because you're, I mean, you just named like all these facets of, of the tourism economy, all these fa different sectors. And so you may have um, a, a very palatable size of your board, but you still interact with all those stakeholders that, that you just mentioned. Yeah, we do try to stay in touch with all of our, we have um, 22 hotels currently with over 1,600 hotel rooms. A lot of people don't realize that we have that many. And like I said, we have five exits off I-95, which are continuing to grow. Um, we have seen a lot of expansion and growth with I-95 construction, which is going on right now. Um, and we'll probably be in, in this construction expansion for another two to five years with North Carolina DOT. And then, of course, it will connect with south of us into South Carolina and on beyond that. Um, like I mentioned earlier, there's 65,000 cars a day pass by here every day. We can look at our front door. We're, we're located, our office is located between exits 19 and 20, which is a very good central location. Um, but we don't see the number of walk-in visitors like the nine welcome centers across the state of North Carolina. And we stay in touch regularly with the two that are on I-95 as people enter the state at the Virginia line as well as the South Carolina line. And we try to make sure that they have updated material, information, visit the staff, meet with the staff, provide updates on new restaurants, new events, new attractions, what's going on. And we even host them to fams to our community from time to time so that we can show them around and let them experience what's going on on the Lumber River or may take in a powwow or a performance at the Carolina Civic Center. Nice. Did you say FAM? I did. Okay. We did so, yeah, tell, yeah. So FAM is short for familiarization, right? That is correct. That okay. Is so correct. Tell, tell our listeners what that means. Okay. Well, a FAM tour, uh, like I said, the Welcome Center staff come from time to time. And then we may host other meetings, conferences, and organizations. Recently, um, the North Carolina Community College System hosted their public relations directors here at our community college, at Robinson Community College. And of course, many of them across the state stayed in our hotels. Well, one of the evenings they were here, we hosted a fam on the Lumber River Riverwalk downtown. 
took them on a river walk, took them to the History Museum, took them through our Carolina Civic Center, which is a vaudeville um, era entertainment theater and talked about the history, the culture in our community, what makes up Lumberton and Robinson County, and just gave them a taste. And so many of them said, you know, I've never been to Lumberton or I have never taken this in. So we also do those fans, um, not only with welcome centers, but meetings, conventions. We host, we help um, put together welcome bags for big family reunions that are coming to our area, um, sports teams. Uh, we've recently hosted Dixie Youth World Series several times. And one, some of the, when, when we host the World Series, it draws from 11 different states in the Southeast. Mm -hmm. And that brings a large group of people here to the extent that, you know, it spills out in neighboring counties. Oh, yeah. We can't can yeah. accommodate all of them, which is great. Yeah. yeah. And we've and we've talked before on this podcast about how tourism is a regional entity. You know, visitors don't know where they're traveling. They don't know that. Well, I mean, they know where they're traveling, but they don't know the county line, that, you know, when they cross the county line. Um, and um, and so when you're doing a fam tour, a familiarization tour, you're you're thinking ahead. Right. You've got these people here in the county, they're experiencing the county, but you just mentioned these people coming from a several state region. You're happy they're here, but you want them to come back. And so you wanna show them around and show them different things that they can come back and do, maybe bring their families or other meetings. Is that, am I getting the point of that? Exactly, when they come for a meeting conference uh, or sporting event, we want them to, our new tagline is linger longer in Lumberton. So we not only want them to stay one night, but we want them to stay two or three. And of course, as you mentioned, we're working regionally to try to put several trails together. One might be um, a trail of Native American population in our area. Of course, sure. we have a large population of Lumbee, the Lumbee tribe in Robinson County. And then to the east of us, in Sampson County, they have Coherie. Mm -hmm. Bladen County has another tribe in their area. So for those who are interested in the culture, the diversity, learning about the history of what made up that area, we also have a lot of Scottish heritage in our area, as well as African-American heritage in our area. And we wanna connect those dots so that travelers, when they stop, they may be very interested in art or music or a certain population or history or wine or sports mm -hmm. event. Mm -hmm. So those are the trails mm -hmm. that we are developing to move people from one place to the other to be able to enjoy the beautiful state of North Carolina. Well, and, and so you, you just named a, a whole lot of really cool things to experience in your area. Um, but then you've also mentioned that pe people come for meetings and conventions and, you know, Lumberton, if people haven't been to Lumberton, it's sizable. Um, it, it, it is, you have the ability to host these large groups. And, um, and so, you know, I hope our listeners take away that, that not only is tourism about leisure and fun and play and relaxing, but it's also about business. It's about business travel and meetings and conventions. It's a part of that. And that's so cool that you are capturing some of that market. And then you're, yeah. you're taking that and leveraging it later for more maybe business travel or leisure travel. And some of it may be education. We are fortunate enough to not only have a community college in our area, but we also have 
a campus of the University of North Carolina at Pembroke. Yeah. And one of the big um, events or meetings that they have, they host lots of different kinds of events. But one of the big things that has developed over the last couple of years, and I think they do it regions across the state, is the high school competition for STEM. It's the North Carolina Robotics Competition. And UNCP hosts um, the robotics competition in the spring every year before they have the statewide conference. And it brings high school students from all over the state, the region, as they are competing and trying to qualify for that last robotics competition on the state level. And that brings lots of high school students to our area as well as chaperones and families. It is amazing. They send in an 18 wheeler three days before the competition because they have to wire up both gyms in that area and they take over the whole athletic building and outdoor vendors. It is a wonderful thing. And then the nice thing is it spills over to the local community. I try to encourage our local population, take your kids. It doesn't cost anything. Learn about robotics, learn about STEM, expose your children. And then we have, we're fortunate enough to have a STEM team, a robotics team at our community college with our um, high school students there um, that can compete as well. Oh my gosh, that like that is a one-stop shopping of like a, an amazing event. All the education, it's it, the community members can can uh, enjoy it and and get something out of it as well. You you really do have such a great community with with the community college, UNC Pembroke. We have such a great university system, and mm-hmm. um and UNCP doesn't get the its due. It does not get its due. So. Um, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up as well as the community college you have there. And they have wonderful facilities there with the Gibbons Performing Arts Center, which brings in, I know they're having a share impersonator coming up. Um, they've just pushed out their new season, Lori Morgan, who's more country western, um, but they have shows all, going all the time. And it's just a wonderful thing for this region of our state um, they had a couple of years ago the red hot chili pipers, pipers. not peppers, not but peppers. pipers. Right. And they had their groupies that came with them. Yeah. And that was wonderful. So that brought a lot of people to our region and to their facility. Are they, these so are that, bagpipers, I'm assuming? Yes, but they were uh, on steroids, loud and rambunctious. Okay. <laughs> And do I, how much time do I have to brush up on my share impersonation? Uh, I think that's coming up in September, then Lori Morgan and um, annually, they usually host the Strike at the Wind, which is started out as the outdoor drama that Mm -hmm. told the story of Henry, Barry, Lowry and Rona of the Lumbee tribe. Um, Next year, they hope to move that back outside, but it's been nice they could have it at the Gibbons Performing Arts Center. Um, so other events they have at um, the university, you know, football is always a draw, soccer, tennis, all the other sports. They do really well in wrestling. So it's so nice that uh, the competitions, the sporting events bring people to this area. And of course, we always try to promote to the family weekend, the hunt, the graduation, because we know people are going to come to support their students when they're graduating 
or having homecoming or other events like that. So I mean, visiting friends and relatives, we know that VFR is the number one reason why people travel and those events to support graduations and, and weddings and birthday parties and funerals and divorce parties. Those are all considered part of the VFR market. Uh, I don't know why you're laughing at divorce parties. It's a true thing. Um, so, so with all that going on, you're going to have a hard time answering what is the most unique thing about your community? Well, there's several things that are unique. I already mentioned I-95 and 74. I-95 is definitely a big artery that brings a lot of the drive traffic from Canada and the Northeast down to um, Florida and to any of the coastal region and back. We have a lot of repeat customers that stay with us on the way back, on the way down. And then, as you know, snowbirds or a regular People go from Canada and New York or New Jersey or Pennsylvania down to a second home or to visit family and they'll stay an extended time and then they'll turn around and go back. And um, when Canada was closed down during COVID, that was very interesting. The day that they opened the borders back, eight hours later, we had Canadians in our hotels. So we know we get a lot of Canadian travelers and we appreciate that. We're glad to have Canadian travelers and the snowbirds and all the others that use I-95 and understand that it's a drive market. Another thing that's kind of unique to our area we're real proud of is the Lumber River. We have a state park as well as a downtown um, river walk. So we want to be able to show that off and let people see and even get on the river with a kayak or canoe or tubing. We do the probably the only regular outfitter that we have that we work with right now. And we hope we'll be able to recruit some more onto the Lumber River because that is definitely a need is working with the Rangers at the Lumber River State Park. And after a couple of hurricanes several years ago, they went into cleanup mode more than they went into their educational mode. So we're looking forward to them being able to offer programs and teach about the Lumber River and take people out on the river more. Um, the other unique thing is just the diversity of our population here. We, of course, have a large population of the Lumbee tribe, African-Americans, a lot, a large population of Caucasians that have ties back to mostly the Scottish heritage, uh, getting back to the bagpipes, especially in the Red Springs area, which is northern Robinson County. UNCP, as we were talking about, was established as a normal school for Native Americans in our area and has changed over, as we said, to part of the University of North Carolina system, which gives them great benefits. So those are some of the things that are unique to our area. We think we've got lots of great yeah. opportunities to share. Absolutely. Um, yeah, sharing the history, the heritage. Sometimes uh, the history is a hard history. Um, but but it's 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 there it's it's all there in in Robinson County and in the Lumberton area. Um, oh, I love that, love that. So, what are some challenges then? Um, those are all amazing, unique things. What are some challenges that you face? Right now, we have the um, the challenge of the construction on I ninety five. The state of North Carolina has mostly set aside that. All the majority of the construction will be going on at night. If there's any shutdown of lanes to minimize the number of accidents or delays because there's such a large amount of 
uh, traffic volume on the interstate every day. So they do try to do the majority during the evening. But as I went out to lunch earlier, uh, you know, they are working left and right on the sides of the road preparing um, for I-95 to go from four lane to eight lane. So it it does take a lot. So that, like I said. Wow. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we will have them right up against our um, wow. door and we will welcome everybody. That's right. Um, as far as a challenge for us as a DMO, Destination Marketing Organization, we have, we are always trying to push out there our visibility of Lumberton, not just a visibility of our office, but the visibility and knowledge that Lumberton is a viable location to hold a meeting, to hold a conference, to have a family reunion, to hold a sporting event, to stay on your way wherever mm -hmm. you might be going, mm -hmm. north to south, south to north, east to west. So uh, as far as the Visitors Bureau, we are trying to push out our visibility in print marketing, digital marketing, word of mouth, YouTube videos, any and every way we can. And we appreciate this opportunity to talk about that. Yes, yes. And, and, and we love working with your, you know, your DMO. We love working with you, Angela. You, um, Lumberton uh, Visitor Bureau is one of the larger DMOs that uh, are part of the core um, communities within Uplift. So let's transition there for a second. Um, what do you hope to get out of this partnership uh, with Uplift or what should we be doing? I, before we started recording, I told you about, you know, I told you um, that, that you have just provided us with such great input um, because because we're listening. We're listening to the, the, the destination leadership organizations. We're listening to, to hear what Uplift should be like. And, and you have provided such great input um, at so many turns along the way. So thank you for that. Um, what, what else should we be listening to and keying into? Well, I think just the networking with um, Uplift has given us a great opportunity because of course, Visit NC does a great job of marketing the state as a whole, but we, we don't get together on a regular basis through Visit NC. Some things we do. We're part of Retire NC, and Lumberton was the first Retire NC certified community that's a great uh, in the state of North Carolina. So that's one group, but we only get together maybe twice a year. Um, a lot of our regions across the state do get together in regionally. We're a member of Coast Host, which is any the coastal region. You don't necessarily have to be at the beach but like Sampson and Bladen and Robison, we are, a lot of people are going through our communities on the way to the coast. And we use that as another marketing tool. And also we get together networking and try to promote each other. Mm -hmm. um, as far as what we hope to get out of Uplift is, I, I love the ideas of the professional development for the staff. Um, and working with, uh, it's been offered, haven't taken advantage of it yet, but hope to in the near future, Chris Cavanaugh and his expertise and yeah. trying to plug that in on how we should be looking at our organizations, if it's short-term planning or long-range planning and what, what are our strengths, do those SWOT analysis, what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses and when do we find time to work in more things, but yeah work smarter, not harder. And 
but definitely networking with other DMOs, but also y'all brought us together and we've gotten to meet other attractions, even in our communities that we didn't know about. So I met the Gellers who are putting in an art structure, art gallery in Red Springs, and they've gotten very involved. Yeah. And I'm trying to encourage all of our attractions in Robinson County to attend the professional development workshops that y'all are offering. Um, and then helping all of our attractions to grow to their fullest potential. And uh, the workshops that Uplift has offered, like grant opportunities, support, uh, best practices, has been wonderful. So we appreciate all of that. Can't get to everything, but we definitely want to get, you know, take advantage and encourage our community to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Th thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. I can't wait to visit the, uh, the Geller's art gallery in, in Red Springs. Um, uh, I'm glad you brought up Chris Cavanaugh with Magellan strategy group. He is absolutely a fantastic partner. What a gem to have in our state. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're trying to tap into all the expertise that, that uh, exists in North Carolina. And, and yes, kudos to Visit NC for the job that they do, um, marketing all of the different uh, diversity of the variety of corners in, in our state. So, so let's, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. Um, enough about me. Enough about Uplift. Let's talk about you. Um, what what were the key interactions or maybe there was one particular moment that led you to tourism? Can you tell us about that? Well, I love to travel and I'm sure most people that work in the world of DMOs probably love to travel. So you want to go out and learn other experiences and bring some, some back to your community. Oh, that would work good. Or we might have to tweak that one a little bit or or even promoting your area. My husband and I just went on a trip to Alaska and we were in Vancouver, Canada and our tour guide was wonderful. And at the end, I took my husband's sunglasses, which I'd given him that say linger longer in Lumberton and gave them to our tour guide. So we were promoting Lumberton in Vancouver at the end of our trip and it was wonderful. Um, now, as far as interactions and how I got into working with the Convention and Visitors Bureau here, um, we have lived in different parts of the state of North Carolina and loved it, loved all, uh, all across the state. And um, mostly my experience, work experience has been with Chambers of Commerce. I was at the Roxburgh Chamber of Commerce in Person County, which I'm glad they're part of Uplift as well. And then we moved to Wake County and I worked with the Apex Chamber. And then when we moved down here, um, the Visitors Bureau was a part of the Chamber of Commerce and at that time. And so I did work for the Visitors Bureau uh, in tourism for four years that time and then left and went to work at the community college and nonprofit world and then came back. So seven plus four. And but I think it's just been wonderful to be able to share the knowledge of our communities to those travelers, visitors. And of course, we have a lot of locals that walk in here and ask about, I didn't know y'all were here. And mm. well, we try to tell them about it, you know, and, and how they can 
find out information, they'll just come in here asking about, well, I want to go visit such and such. And of course, we'll say, well, did you know if it's in North Carolina, you can call 1-800-VISIT-NC or go to the Welcome Center. And we're fortunate enough to have one of those North Carolina Welcome Centers in our community. Yeah. There's one in Roland, and we stay in touch with the um, manager and staff there, Cat Little Turtle has been the manager there for a number of years and meet with their staff as well as I-95 North at the Virginia line. So. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so, so what are some, you know, as this airs, it'll probably air uh, in the, in the mid fall uh, time period, what are some events or some activities or happenings that going to, that it will be in Lumberton or Robinson County that you want to tell us about? Well, the best place to look when you're planning a trip or coming to Lumberton or just want to know about what activities and events, I can't help but say our calendar of events, our staff does a great job of, of kind of uh, making sure that our calendar of events is up to date and that we encourage travelers to use it. And we also encourage locals to use it, just not to plan on top of each other. Um, the city of uh, Lumberton just did wrapped up with their Alive After Five outdoor concert series. So we're going into that fall time of the year, which are lots of events going on. Fall and spring are usually really big. During the fall, there's an annual art stroll put on by Main Street Lumberton. And there are um, coming up in a couple of weeks is the Mexican Cultural Festival downtown Lumberton. So that'll be a lot of fun because there'll be Hispanic music, as well as food trucks that are um, associated with that. Our Arts Council will be doing lots of great events. Uh, Robinson Art Guild is another great organization in our community. Robinson County History Museum. We have a really neat children's museum called Exploration Station downtown, which is hands-on learning. They just installed a 16-foot talking tree. Oh, and it cool. tells about 15 stories of the culture and diversity of Robinson County. So Love children that. can sit and listen to Pop tell a story about different things about the Lumber River and its history and lumbering and all that history. So it's, it's Wait, just wonderful. What's the, what's the name of the tree? The tree's name is Pops, P-O-P-S. And Got I it. think it stands for something, but I don't, yep. right off the top of my head, I don't know. But Exploration Station is one of the attractions on our uh, website. So we have a large listing of attractions on our website. We have a large listing of calendar of events. Like I mentioned earlier, Gibbons Performing Arts Center. We have the Carolina Civic Center downtown. They do a huge Christmas show every year that includes a lot of talent, local regional talent, but rivals all of the big theaters in the Myrtle Beach area. And so that, you know, a lot of people say, well, I would much rather go to the Carolina Civic Center than having to travel too much further. But they do a beautiful job with that show and other, I think the one coming up is called Masters of Soul, which will be wonderful. Then we have Purple Door Productions downtown. They're fixing to do the Diary of Anne Frank. Uh, we have a number of art galleries, Interpeace Art Gallery downtown. Um, and our plaza is, is really growing and changing. We've, um, our Main Street group has just put in a pocket park at, right at our beautiful Lumberton uh, mural. And on the other side of the building, they've added several murals to that, as well as downtown art installations. 
So there's lots of opportunity for selfies and visits and learning about uh, what's going on in those areas. The African American Cultural Center is downtown and they'll have events and activities going on from time to time. Um, but as you said, going into the fall and the holidays, of course, there'll be a Christmas tree lighting and a Christmas parade, which is the Saturday before Thanksgiving here. So we and Raleigh are the only two communities across the state of North Carolina have that day as their Christmas parade day. And the reason we started that some 30 years ago is the Shrine, Shriners of North Carolina held their annual convention here and they bring about 100 floats. And I've just learned that they have designated Lumberton for their convention for 2025. So that means they will put in an extra 100 units into our Christmas parade, but they will be here with us for a long weekend, which is great for tourism dollars. Amazing. Well, first of all, you can do your job very well. Like you just rattled off 350,000 things going on in in your area in Lumberton and and in your county and you just rattled it off the top of your head. I mean, this is this is this is what you do. And and a lot of these things, I would say, you know, mo some of these are seasonal, but but they happen every year at the same time. And so um we will absolutely put your calendar of events and your website in the show notes. So, you know, people can just click on that. Yeah. And see what's going on. You know, more and more people are traveling for the holidays, not just to like go to aunt Lucy's house for Thanksgiving, but they just want to take a trip, right? They don't, they're not actually doing the, the old traditions anymore. They want to travel during the holidays and, um, and you know, why not, you know, it's, it's kind of a hassle sometimes to travel in the holidays. So why not just stay in North Carolina? Why not just, you know, stick around, go see another part of the state that you haven't seen before. Have it be low key. Don't invite people over to your house. Don't do it. Don't cook. Go, you know, travel to another part of, of the state and see something new. I think that's, that's what we should be, you know, promoting. And, and I mean, there's so much to do, as you just said, in Lumberton in that area. Well, family reunions oh my gosh. are and can be a big thing at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And that's a great idea. Um, hotel rooms, campgrounds, large houses, yep. and just be together. That's the main thing. But then there are added value in going to see a performance together or just seeing, going out for a hike at the Lumber River State Park. So that's the nice thing. Let me mention to you, as we have this growth with I-95, we also are experiencing lots of growth in our tourism-related businesses. Uh, right now, we have, we're adding on our 23rd hotel. Uh, it will be a dual brand. So that means two different hotel names under one roof. Okay. So at exit 22, which is north of us, where we're sitting now, uh, we will have a hotel that'll open, I think next spring, it will be a true TRU yep. and home to suite hotel. Huh. So we're excited about that. Gosh, it's right beside Chick-fil-A and Starbucks. So great location to get out and walk and walk your dog. The majority of our hotels are dog friendly. Speaking of dogs, I think 16 out of our current 22 do accept pets. And that's a wonderful thing. So we have several dog parks in our area as well. We are getting a second Chick-fil-A location. 
which is great for our, our little town, we think is wonderful. Uh, we're getting a Wawa's and a Royal Farms, which are um, more common in the northeast part of the United States. Mm -hmm. So we think that'll be a good thing as people are traveling down, they'll mm -hmm. see a Wawa's sign or a Royal Farms sign, which are yep. known for the fried chicken. Yeah, I had no idea what you're even saying right now. You're saying just just foreign words. I don't understand. But but I'm somebody somebody you said up up in the north will understand. So that's good. And and hopefully when you come back to visit, we'll go see what it's like. A Wawa. Uh huh. Wawa's. Yeah. I've been to one in Virginia. That's the only one I've ever visited. So you can vouch for Wawa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Um. So so I I need to circle back to a, a few things you said three things. Lumber River, gorgeous. So gorgeous. Retire in Sea program. So cool. We've, we've talked a little bit uh, on this podcast about, about how a visitor might come to an area and fall in love with an area and then they will relocate there. And, and, and relocating can happen in the retirement stage of your life, or it can happen just, oh, I, I love this place and I love it more than where I'm living now. And I'm going to, my family and I are gonna live there, or I wanna open a business there. And so they relocate, but but also this retirement phase, this retirement phase absolutely is is linked to the tourism industry. And, and sometimes people don't think about that. So I, I wanted to bring that up. Those two, Lumber River, Retire NC, such an important program that's linked to Visit NC. And then I love alliteration, Linger Longer in Lumberton. Oh my gosh, you made my day. Love that. Well, use it on any of your, your taglines that you want to. We'll be happy for you too. Only if I get some sunglasses. There you go. Well, I'll be happy to share sunglasses. Let me, okay. I'm a, since you mentioned that, Carol, I want to give you an example. We had a family that's moved here. I'm going to say three months ago, they are new to the area. They moved here from Indiana. They wanted to be close to their six children, but not right up on their six children. So they have one in Charleston, South Carolina, one in Raleigh, and various southeastern United States areas. They decided on Lumberton. They bought a beautiful home. They've now opened, they, they have, they have full-time jobs that work online, so they can work anywhere but they've decided to open a business downtown and it's called 219 Elm. So it is a new coffee shop. It is a women's boutique. It was a older building with a lot of small businesses in it. So they have used that. They're opening, they have a meeting space indoors. They have a venue outside. Tomorrow evening, they're having a wine and beer tasting for their grand opening of that part. Um, and tomorrow evening in their new bookstore, they're having a poetry reading. So it's like a community center where you can go get coffee downtown. Yeah. Yeah. And they've gotten very involved, which is wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a gathering place. They've created yet another gathering place. Uh, yeah, I love that. And, and this, again, ties in with things we've, we've mentioned before that, that um, uh, an asset uh, in a community that a tourist might like, uh, certainly a resident also benefits from and enjoys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they may, just like a lot of other areas, wet, the wedding industry is big business these days. We have, they again have that venue there. 
then on our website we have a number of wedding venues that have grown in the last couple of years uh, one of the ones that's been around a couple of years is called the painted pony it's out in the shannon community which is between lumberton and pembroke and they have a vineyard they have all types of um animals that you can pet miniature horses uh, peacock um, other farm animals but it is a wedding venue i mean they hold other events there but their main thing is wedding venue and they have grown and added a shelter and a commercial kitchen that can accommodate 300 guests so they have smaller parts of it and then they can accommodate a larger wedding that's amazing. Thank you for telling us all of that. Uh, well, Angela, I know our time is, is coming to a close. Um, I have to ask you the last question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Don't fight me on this. Don't fight me. Tell me what your one favorite attraction is in the state. Carol, is there only one that we can say in the state of North Carolina? Only one. Because I made a list. No, of course you did. Come on. One. One. Don't fight me on this. One. Okay. My favorite that tops the list would have to be the coast of North Carolina. Okay. It is beautiful. We were in the Calabash area this past weekend. And it, the nice thing about you can do lots of day trips. You can, um, stay, if you're staying in Lumberton, you can make trips to the coast uh, and we're not so far from the mountains either. And then I like the small town nope, vibes. No, no, no. So, so, so if I, if I told you that the coast, all of the miles and miles of the coast is not an attraction. Oh, I mean, I think it's, yeah, you, yeah. You, what, could you, could you narrow it down to a particular, particular beach? Or is there a particular restaurant or a particular? Well, I think I really, I like where we, Calabash is a very pretty area that people forget about that's in North Carolina. And they're adding boardwalk and marina. Love that. And very unique restaurants. And I think the neatest place there, there are two things that are very neat there. There's a, a store that's called Callahan's, which goes forever and ever and ever fun. And then they have the Carolina Creamery, which is an ice cream store, which is the line was out the parking lot. So it, you know, it's just wonderful to see after COVID, all of these things coming back and people wanting to be together and experiencing things. But we have so much to see and do that you can get outside and enjoy it together or by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And everything you were mentioning in Calabash, I'm like picturing it, the boardwalk. I mean, that that just sounds so picturesque and eating ice cream at the beach. Like that's that's just that's classic. That's classic. And see, well, I don't that's not my thing, but I know it's a lot of people's things. So um, Angela Sumner, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, this has been a delightful conversation. Um, thank you for telling us so much about your area. It is such an exciting place to be. And um, everybody needs to go. Everybody needs to like, don't, don't cook for Thanksgiving. Don't do it. Go to Lumberton. There you go. Okay. Linger longer in Lumberton. We'd love to host you. Linger longer in Lumberton and get some sunglasses. There you go. Come by the office, contact us, reach out to us. We'd be happy to tell you more about it, what things are 
going on and what you can do. And we might even have some specials on some of those things you mentioned. So fabulous. Love to hear from you. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Angela. That's all we have today on interactions and attractions. Thank you all for joining us. Stay tuned every Monday and Friday for new releases and be sure to stay updated on what Uplift is doing through our social media. The Uplift program is funded under award 04790789 from the Economic Development Administration, U.S. Department of Commerce. The conversations, insights, and recommendations are those of the podcast production team and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Economic Development Administration or the U.S. Department of Commerce.